check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Transmitting high atop of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. This is Alpha Mike, and you are listening to Radar Cop Podcast Episode 237. Today we feature the downfall of Portland. How in the world did we get in the position that we are in today in this country? We'll discuss that and much more. How do you get in contact us? Real easy. Radarcop.com will take you to our website where you can hear all our audio feed episodes from number one to 237 and radar will take you to our official website where you can get more information on us as always you know and i know we live in troubled times the second amendment and having a weapon on you is so important but it's only half of your protection the other half should be in the form of some type of legal defense The USCCA not only provides that legal defense, it also gives you an abundance of training. Online resource, app resource, that you can get information at at your fingertips on a second. You need it because we live in this troubled time today. USCCA, it's as easy as taking your smartphone and texting the word radar or R-A-I-D-E-R to 87222-87222 and you'll be on the road to become a member of the USCCA. If you didn't get all that stuff, what I just said, because you were driving, don't panic. When you get home, look at the show notes and there's a section on there that talks about the USCCA. Just click on it and that will get you on the road to become a member. It is as cheap as $29 or something like that, all the way up to $40, depending on how your wallet can sustain that type of hit. But it's pennies on the dollars, especially if you get hit with something legal. And as you know and I know, the liberal leftist wackos are out there doing their thing and calling their lawyers to get you. USCCA. Become a member today. We are moving forward on our schedule. I try not to make any changes. So we came out with today's episode, The Downfall of Portland. Uh, But I am making one little minor change for the 28th of July. We're going to have a featured show called Freedom. The reason I'm coming up with that show is I feel that there's a big need on communicating to the American public and all other publics out there that don't understand the plight of Cuba, that where society has taken evil men like Fidel Castro and Che Guevara and they've made them into heroes. Therefore, they're confused, perplexed, don't understand why people are throwing rocks at the police in Cuba. And I want to explain exactly what happens. Episode is going to be number 239, July 28th, Freedom. So a lot more on that as we go along. If you're looking to upgrade your gun, 
I know the guy for you, Pistol Pete, the gunsmith down in Miami. He'll make that thing look brand new. Today, you got to preserve what you have. Make sure your gun does what it's supposed to do when you press that trigger. The guy you need, Pistol Pete, the gunsmith, the gunsmith of hundreds, if not thousands, of law enforcement officers in Miami. Today has his own shop in Miami called Pistol Pete, the gunsmith. Information is down on the bottom of the show notes. And Pete will explain to you how easy it is to send your gun to him through a federal firearms license dealer. And he'll receive it, fix it up at your specifications, look like new, and send it right back to you. Pistol Pete, the gunsmith. So, today's episode is 237, The Downfall of Portland. How in the world did this country get in the shape it? It is in, well, it didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen last Thursday either. It's been a work in progress by the communist left for the last 80 years. But it's slowly coming to fruition for them to the horrors of American citizens everywhere. And speaking of horror, it's time to look at the living in the Bolshevik states of woke with our delusional uncle, Uncle Joe. Our first story, Democrats are opposed ending house arrest. Now, you might be wondering, what in the world could this be? What circuits event we have today? Well, during COVID, when the Democrats were eager all around the country, not only to have riots and burn and pillage, everyone's city. They also emptied out jail cells and prisons and let everybody go, run free, you're free now. And But a lot of them had serious charges and they had to be supervised. But because of COVID, we were so afraid that these poor souls will succumb to COVID in prison and lock up. We decided, great idea, to let them go home under house arrest. We would attach an alarm to their ankles and send them out to societies all around the country. Well, sleepy Uncle Joe came up with an idea, woke up one day and he said, hey, I got a great idea. All those people we got on house arrest, can't we send them back to prison or jail? And the left started to turn their heads around like Linda Blair and the Exorcist. They'll have nothing to that. No, 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 no. They're fine where they're at, according to the Democratic Party. The party of chaos and suffering for Americans everywhere. Our second story, you might not believe, but the media continues to fawn over Joe six months after the so-called election slash coup d'etat. Now, a lot of Democrats take objection to the fact when you say it's a coup, not a coup, he won. There's no evidence, there's no proof. (laughs) But history will reveal whatever it has to reveal in the near future. Hopefully, as a society, it's not too late for us to act on any criminal behavior. But as you're seeing before your very eyes audits happening around the country, 
the numbers are not adding up. Court systems are now ruling in favor of there's a problem. And Democrats whistling down the road saying, nothing for you to see here. Keep moving. And lastly, our third story, Camilla goes to a routine checkup at Walter Reed in Washington, D.C. on a Sunday evening. Yeah, you know, you've done that before. I think I'm going for a routine checkup to my doctor's office on a Sunday evening. You'll be there. Now, there's nothing routine about this, but according to press articles, the wackos in Texas, the Democrats, decided to all get up and walk away from their obligation and oath to uphold the Constitution and serve as legislators in Texas. As a result, the governor of Texas and the remaining politicians in Texas decided to hold those individuals in some type of contempt. So when they come back from their little love fest in Washington, they'll be placed under custody and taken directly to the chambers at the legislation body. Now, of course, Democrats say it's all tyranny, it's all evil, but they ran away from their responsibility. They have not negotiated any position. And they decided to go to Washington and live it up with Camilla. But unfortunately, four or five of these super Democrats in Texas were carrying the COVID disease. And they have spread that germ to other people. No, we don't know the exact number. But as a precautionary measure, Camilla went in for a routine checkup. You know, you've done it before. So you just, no appointment necessary, just walk into your doctor's office on a Sunday evening and there you go. But she actually, um, I mean, they haven't reported anything, so as a precautionary measure. But the media says it was a routine, as scheduled. You know, everybody schedules their appointments on the You can't make this stuff up, folks. But the elite that live in Washington have different schedules than you and I. So we're keeping our word after giving you the three bad stories to break the ice a little bit and give you the joke of the week. And today we've picked an animal joke. Here you go. How do you fix a broken gorilla with a monkey wrench? All right, you want to put all your anger, all your frustrations, inflation, and all that stuff on me? Go ahead, higher gas prices? Yeah, you can mention me. There you go. Now, we're going to hit the word of the week. From the book of Romans, chapter 13. 15 and verse 13, we see, Now may the God of hope fill you with all your joy 
and peace in believing that you may be you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And in today's society and what we're seeing, we need that power to help us on our daily journey. He is faithful as long as you believe. Today's episode number 237, The Downfall of Portland, as we wait for the clowns to get ready to take us on a little bus ride, we look at the catastrophe that's happening in every democratic city in America. Many Democrats around the country are closing a ear, an eye, their mouth to what is happening. They basically act like it's all made up from, you know, those crazy people on the right. But for whatever reason, it is so strange that all these cities with higher crime rates and out-of-control murder rates are Democratic cities run by, you guessed it, Democrats. Recently, President Joe... Uh, had a meeting with law enforcement officials and mayors of ruined cities in America, and they came up with their strategy. At least Joe did, and Joe's strategy was blaming gun owners. Little does he know that a lot of these crimes had nothing to do with firearms or guns. But nevertheless, they do involve individuals. But Democrats don't judge things based on what people do. They judge things on people's colors, conditions, and economic status. Sounds better. Why be individual about things? In this situation, they've come up with a plan, which means nothing, because there are no results. But all of a sudden, these Democratic mayors are pushing their police departments to bring crime down. You see, the Democrats have discovered that having high crime areas might kick them in the ass in 2022, and they will lose, not might, will lose the seats in Congress. You see, the reason we're so sure about it is because Americans are disgusted all over the country. From the rhetoric that comes out of their mouth, from the stupidity that they nominate in positions, to the crime that's happening, to masking people for freaking no reason because the data or the science, like they say, doesn't match up to what they want to do. But you see, with leftists, it's all about control. It's not about facts. It's about making your life a lot more miserable and theirs a lot more powerful. So, our friend the clown, are you ready? There you go. Episode 237, The Downfall of Portland.
Episode 237, The Downfall of Portland. Today we're going to look at what exactly is going on and will this repeat itself in another city or another Democratic city nearby. Portland uh, was created, founded in 1845, incorporated February 8th, 1851, and it was named after Portland... Maine in honor of Portland, Maine. Of course, Portland, Maine being on the East Coast, Portland, Oregon is on the West Coast. For those goofs that don't understand, just look at a map and look at what's on your right and look on what's on your left and you'll figure it out. And look up high, don't look low. And the population of Portland currently, at least the census of 2010, I know it's 2021, they're still trying to figure out the numbers in Washington, but back in 2010, they had 2.4 million residents. Now, if I were a betting man, and I'm not, I would take a wager that that number is a little lower than it was in 2010, due to the mass exodus out of democratic, chaotic cities. Portland, uh, being a border town, next to Vancouver, Canada. So as you can tell, it's way up there in Canada land. The demographics, based on the census of 2010, show a large white population, white being evil, according to leftists, is 76.1% or non-Hispanics. It drops down to 72. That means there might be some... Hispanic people that say they're white. Blacks are a whopping 6.3%, and Latinos a percentage of 9.4. Asians rounded off at 7.1. Now, due to the facts that the minority community is so low in Portland, Oregon, we can't really blame the crime rate on minorities, could we? No, no, 70 three percent white that's quite large so i'm going to stick with the white people are the problem over in portland or maybe they're out of towners that are just visiting but we'll know soon enough historical significance show that the lgbt community is really behind portland oregon because a lot of them live there second only to San Francisco. 54% of the community identify themselves as Democrat, 11.1% represent Republican, 26% unaffiliated. In other words, I'm really a Democrat, but you know, I, I can't, I just can't nowadays, I can't admit it. And then the other percentages are others, you know, whoever they are, lost, Communist Party of America, or whatever the hell it is, but they're on their list as other. The defunding of the police, or Portland, Oregon, was one of those cities that were one of the first ones to raise their hands and say, ooh, 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 great idea. 
and they jumped on it. They definitely jumped on the the percentage of defunding the police to the outcry of citizens in Portland to give them a murder increase of 1900%. Let me repeat, 1900% murder rate in Portland. Now, let's be fair that the murder rate in Portland was very low to begin with. So even though the 1900% sounds high, it didn't make the top 20, let's say, list in America. We'll go through that in a minute. And, uh, but nevertheless, 1900% from what you had is a pretty big number. Why did it happen? Was it because of uh, COVID? Was it because we had to wear a mask? Because I was on timeout at home? We'll never know, will we? Because the media will never tell you the truth. So they don't tell you. You have to read it in a history book 20 years from now. The rise of Antifa or Ant Aoife, leftist wing, is basically a leftist wing uh, group that have their roots, in majority of it, in communist and socialism. That sounds a lot more prettier than communism. They are a big part of what's been going on in Portland, Oregon, because they're upset. Now, some people have reported that Aunt Aoife is motivated and moved by sinister dollars that make them go out and protest. Of course, I have no evidence to that, but coincidentally, a bunch of people all decided to dress the same, show up at the same location. There were plenty of bricks, rocks, and other items on the side of the road for them to take, and they decided that they would burn down parts of Portland, Oregon. There was no organized effort, of course, to do that because I have no evidence to show that because the Justice Department has not finished their investigation. Probably they never will. But coincidentally, all the suspects looked the same, dressed the same, and had the same modus operandi. As we continue to look, the issue of the murder rate is up 1,600%. Nationally, it's still low. Okay, nationally, um, 1,900. Nationally, it's still low. So let's look at some of these other numbers that I... All right, let's look at these numbers. And I had a little uh, technical glitch there, so... All right, here goes. We're going to look at some of these numbers in the country. Uh, this is the murder rate from 2019 to 2020. Democratic cities mostly. Milwaukee, 96% higher. Portland, Oregon, coincidentally, 93% higher. Louisville, 92. Mass, Arizona, 82. Indianapolis, 71. Columbus, Ohio, 67. Fresno, 64. Fort Worth, 62. Omaha, Nebraska, 61. Atlanta, 59. Seattle, 56. Chicago, Chicago. The Windy City is 56% higher. Boston, 54. Memphis, 51. Denver, 51. Phoenix, 44. Cleveland, 43. And rounding off the stupidity in Democratic cities, Houston, Texas, 
at 42% high in the murder rate. Now, let's be fair. Now, I don't, I haven't done the research to say that every one of those cities is democratic. But if I was a waging man, I would probably be counting money right now. It's awful what's occurring. But the truth of the matter is Democrats have allowed these cities to burn because it's part of a bigger sinister plot to let America burn itself. Sad, but true. My closing remarks is we continue to have stupidity all around Democratic influences whether it's in Congress or whether it's a city or whether it's a state. Currently, Democratic governors are asking and mandating masks, mandatory masks and all kinds of things with COVID again, even though the federal government hasn't said anything. CDC is basically not saying anything. They're basically saying if you're vaccinated, you should be good. Not according to these Democratic governors. No, no, we're not having any of this foolishness. Start masking up all over again. Because we're out to get the so-called 40% that refuse to get the vaccine. Now, it would be smart to push for the data on these shots and tell Americans after the one-year study millions and millions of guinea pigs what exactly is happening with them and you will probably get a high number of people lifting up their arms and their their shirts to get a shot but in the meantime all you're doing is scaring people mask up mask up and that's the problem that we have so with that being said murder rate up Democratic cities totally out of control. Up next, we have Tactical Shooting Rifle, episode 238, on July 25th with Kilo Sierra. He took us through the course of tactical handgun, and now he's going to take us through the tactical course in rifle. I encourage you to listen. We are blessed to have Kilo Sierra as a co-host, masterful in firearms training and as such it would behoove you if you're interested in that to actually pay attention and also our slight change that i spoke of earlier in our lineup episode 239 july 28th freedom now let me tell you a little bit why i came up with the change in the episode freedom there is a large misunderstanding in the American society, and maybe in other societies, Canadian, Australian, British, on the plight of Cubans. You see, many Americans at least have made heroes out of the bearded wonders in Cuba. Che Guevara, Fidel Castro, they have given health care to all Cubans and wonderful systems and all of a sudden we're seeing people throwing rocks 62 years later what, what, what's going on there and they're confused they don't understand recently black lives matter spoke at a school by saying that lifting the embargo would help the cuban people and that is farther from the truth why 
Well, of course, BLM, not being Cuban, wouldn't understand the plight of Cubans, but I can assure you that if you lift the embargo, it would oppress the Cuban people more and the Cuban leaders would become richer and more powerful. It would be an injection of 20 more years of stupidity in Cuba. The ball in Joe, Uncle Joe, Sinister Joe Biden's court. Will he release the embargo? Will he sit down and talk to these maniacs? That's the question. But the plight of the Cuban people is sad. As they arm themselves with rocks, they're getting shot. Juveniles that are 13, 14, 15 years old are being yanked out of their homes and they refuse to go. They're beaten in front of their parents so they can do service for the country. They're putting them on the front lines against these mobs. This is the kind of things that tyranny and communism does. And they do it very well. They know how to oppress their people immensely. What's blind, deafening to me is the silence of every country, mostly every country in the world. Reason for being for that is they don't want to be on the losing end of the argument once, according to them, the protesters are put in their place and all of a sudden everything goes back to normal. So they're quiet. Now, slowly, some countries are turning. But boy, it's taking a long time for the world to catch up what's good and what's bad. And what I see that's happening in Cuba today is bad and it's evil. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, the law enforcement agencies that serve you. And continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out. Uh, 1322.